Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Abhilash and welcome to Cut to the Chase. It's the day after the key Fed meeting and financial markets are clearly focused on the positive takeaways as illustrated by the positive moves overnight. Now, let us start with uh, what we learned from the Fed before looking at the market implications going forward. So, in short, the FOMC hiked the interest rates unanimously by 75 basis points for the second consecutive meeting. While this is only the third instance of a 75 basis point rate hike since 1994, it does not come as a surprise given the 9.1% year-on-year increase in inflation that we saw in the June data. Uh, Fed Chair Powell guided that a similar move uh, was possible in September and given the high and sticky inflation which has surprised both the markets and the Fed multiple times, we think that the Fed is unlikely to back off unless there are sustained signs of a decline in inflation. That being said, Fed Chair Powell did leave the door open for a slower pace of rate hikes if uh, the inflation decelerates as he mentioned that the Fed would set the policy on a meeting-by-meeting basis rather than offering explicit forward guidance. In the press conference after the meeting, uh, Fed Chair Powell also rejected the speculation that US was in a recession, pointing towards the strong labor markets and low unemployment rate. However, the risks to growth have clearly risen, as evidenced by the sharp contraction in flash PMIs, subdued consumer confidence data, and the slower retail sales. Nevertheless, judging by the 2.6% rise in S&P 500, the 4.1% rise in Nasdaq and the sharp decline in two-year Treasury yields, it appears that the market has chosen to focus on the potential for slower rate hikes as alluded uh, to by Fed Chair Powell. Now, the Fed officials will have uh, an opportunity to assess two additional inflation and job market data prints before the next FOMC meeting on 21st September. And given the recent decline in energy and food prices, as well as the base effects, it is certainly possible that inflation may show signs of peaking in the coming months. Uh, Additionally, we think that the greater political uncertainty around midterm elections in US in November, as well as the slowdown in economic growth, may lead the the Fed to take the foot off the accelerator later this year. And hence, we expect the Fed to hike rates by a cumulative amount of 75 basis points from now till the year end. One thing that really came through from Fed Chair Powell's uh, conference uh, uh, earlier today was that the Fed is likely to remain more data dependent, which means that market volatility around uh, economic data releases is likely to increase going forward. Over the next couple of days, we think that it's important for investors to focus on three sets of data releases, which could be catalysts for big market moves. The first one is the release of Q2 US GDP data later today. Uh, And while Fed uh, Chair Powell did downplay uh, the recession risks, Atlanta Fed's nowcast model has been flagging uh, risk of a GDP contraction in Q2 uh, following the 1.6% contraction we saw in Q1. Uh, In fact, consensus growth forecast has also been revised lower from 3% in June to 0.5% in the latest survey of The Economist. Hence, the risks of technical recessions have have clearly risen, although we acknowledge that NBER, which officially calls US recessions, may not do so as it looks at a number of other indicators apart from growth, including the uh, US labor market data. 
secondly, on Friday, we will get uh, a set of data releases, including the USPCE deflator, which is the Fed's uh, favored measure of inflation, uh, US personal income, and University of Michigan consumer confidence uh, data, which again could be catalyst for, for sharp market moves. Last but not the least, we also have uh, Q2 GDP data releases for major European economies uh, on, on this Friday. Now, from an investment perspective, given the elevated risks to growth, uh, we think it is justified uh, to maintain a diversified investment allocation and incrementally look to add to bonds at the expense of equities. Additionally, given the divergent growth tra trajectories for Asia and the US, uh, you know, we think that uh, it makes sense to have a preference for uh, Asia X Japan equities and Asian US dollar bonds over the global equities and bond universes. You know, we'll pause there. But as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thank you for listening and wish you a happy trading day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.